Father, lift your people up who are on the line today, even the ones that should be on the line, but are not here, Lord. I just thank you, I thank you, I thank you that you allowed me to speak your word to them, Father. Your word and revelation of it, Lord. I ask that you prepare their hearts to receive your word, Lord, with gladness. Thank you, Lord. And not only be hearers of the word only, but doers, Father, that they can walk in this word that, that you are speaking through your servant today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And I thank you for preparing my heart, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for and that, that these words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart that I meditated on this word day and night be acceptable in your sight today, Lord. Thank you for that, Father. So now, Lord, have your way. I must decrease, Father, and you must increase, Lord. Have your way inside your servant, Lord. As you sit on the throne of my heart, I relinquished it to you. I'm no longer in charge, Father. It's not my will, but your will be done in my life. Oh, I gave my life away to you, Lord. You can manage my affairs far greater than I can, Father. So I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for this day. I thank you for everyone who's under the sound of my voice. Speak a blessing over all your people. I speak healing over them right now before your word even goes forth, Lord. I speak prosperity over them, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I say according to your word that all their needs are met according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. All is well. I speak over your people, Lord. And whatever they're going through, this too shall pass. I speak that now. And I thank you ahead of time for what you're going to do in this service. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, saints of God, thank you, thank you, thank you again for tuning in. And um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to begin this word, saints, uh, by this important subject that I have today. Uh, I really want to talk about something just just extremely important. And this our mind. Today, I want to talk about the mind, saints of God. Do you all remember this slogan? It was, uh, it was by the United Negro College Fund. They used to have a slogan. You all remember what it was? It's, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. <laughs> they were promoting their scholarship program for Black students at that time. <laughs> but here's some spiritual truth about that. That slogan, a mind is a terrible thing to waste because the battle, saints of God, is in the mind. Amen. We, whatever we do, we never want to lose our mind. If we lose our mind, that's it. Amen. That's why the old folks used to say, Lord, thank you for waking us up clothed in our right mind. Amen. You always want to be in your right mind, saints of God. It's just so important. That's truly where the battle is. You know, that's why we have to pray for our young folks and even our older folks who want to alter our mind through drugs to slow our mind down. The battle is in the mind. You want a clear conscious, a clear mind, saints. Hallelujah, Lord. Our life in Christ is a spiritual mindset, saints. 
It's a mind stayed on God. <laughs> you know, they have a song. If you want to be in perfect peace, keep your mind stayed on God. They got that from a scripture. Amen. <laughs> they wrote that song. And it's a, also a scripture. <laughs> I'll keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind stayed on God. It's just true saying to God. So I want to talk about a mindset today that'll keep us out of judgment. See, that mind of Christ will keep you out of judgment. It's the mind of Christ. Amen. They had it right. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. The mind of Christ is so important, saints, because really it's a spiritual mindset. Amen. In order to understand the things of God, you have to be spiritually minded. And I'm going to show you that today in the scriptures. See, the deep things of God are discerned by the spirit. Amen. So you want to be spiritually minded, saints of God. Again, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. And then they changed that at some point to a mind is a beautiful thing to waste. Because it's not terrible. It's beautiful. It's just terrible if you waste it. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Today we're talking about the mind. If you are on mind, if you will follow me to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. If you have your Bibles, please turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm going to go over some things in this world. Again, we're speaking about the mind today. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And if you look at verse 1, saints, it says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. Amen. <laughs> See, Paul was a learned scholar, saints, <laughs> but he didn't come to him like that. He came to him with a pure and simple message. Amen. I like the word of God to be pure and simple and not all complicated. <laughs> See, the message, of, the message is just Jesus Christ and him crucified. That was his message. Amen. He didn't come to him all scholarly. He came to him with a pure and simple message. Jesus Christ and him crucified. Look at verse two. It says, for I have determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. See, that's the message, saying. So to deliver that message, you don't have to have a master's degree. <laughs> Please hear me say, you don't have to have a doctorate, a doctorate to deliver that message. <laughs> See, we run after all them things, but the message is easy, it's clear. <laughs> it's a simple message. Jesus Christ died for our sins. He died for us. Amen. See, Paul was trying to get that over to them. They wanted to to follow the law and be made perfect by the law and all them things. But this is the real message, you know, because the, the law cannot save you. Why? Because you can't do it. <laughs> the law is our, our taskmaster, our schoolmaster. It only shows us and makes it perfectly clear. We need God. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse three. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. See, so Paul is talking to the church of Corinth, right? He, and he's telling them, you know, because he came after, before he came to the church of Corinth, 
He had been beaten and imprisoned in, in Philippi. He was run out of Thessalonia. <laughs> huh? And in Beret, right next to that, he was run out of there and he was scoffed in the church of Athens. So he had been physically weak. That's why he says, as I and I was, and I was with you in weakness. That was the weakness, saints. But in that weakness, he was most powerful. You know, Paul said that powerful thing about my strength is made perfect. His strength, God's strength is made perfect in my weakness. Amen. See, when you're at your weakest point, God is resting on you. The perfect strength of the Lord is resting on you. And I look at so many times when that happens, saints. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And that's what he's saying in this, in this scripture right here. He came to him in weakness and fear and much trembling. But his fear and shaking really was because of the seriousness of the message, of the mission that he was on. Amen. Let's look at verse four. It says, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in a demonstration of the spirit and of power. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. See, later I want to show you something about the spirit and power. I want to show you something a little bit later in this word concerning the mind, because we're on the mind today. See, Paul is saying here that his preaching was a demonstration of power and the spirit of God in him. Amen. Oh, y'all follow me. Write that one down. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse five. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Oh, our faith should not be based on mankind, saints. Huh? <laughs> See, our faith is placed in the power of God. God is the judge of your faith, not man. Amen. Please get that in your spirit. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Man's wisdom is foolishness to God. Amen. Man can marry man and woman can marry woman. That's foolishness to God. Oh, we're going to take prayer out of the school. huh? We're not going to have prayer. We're taking God right out of the school. That's foolishness. See, that's man's wisdom. Foolishness to God. Amen. And that's what the scripture is saying, saints that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. Don't let your faith be based on man's wisdom. Look at verse six. How bet we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that come to not. Oh, I want you to see that one there. So this says, how bet we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Let me ask you this. Who's perfect, saints? Who is perfect? <laughs> That's the question. And the, and the answer is we are in Christ. Amen. See, in Christ, we're perfect. We're made perfect in him. Amen. So you can, so in other words, you can spiritually discern God's word, which is pure wisdom in Christ. Amen. <laughs> I'm not talking about the wisdom of this world. That's what the scripture is saying. That's foolishness. The wisdom of this world is foolishness. Nor of the wisdom of the princes of this world. It's saying evil rulers, Satan, he's the prince of this world. He don't have any wisdom. Amen. <laughs> Think about this, saints. If you was walking right with God, amen, you was walking right with him. You right there with the Lord, walking with him, and then you leave him. That is a fool. That's foolish. That's Satan. 
He's a fool. He was right there with God. Amen. And decided to rebel, to leave. <laughs> That's why the world has so much foolish wisdom following him. Amen. But this scripture right here is saying, I like how it ends. It says, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world, because that all is going to come to naught. That ain't going nowhere. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse seven. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Oh, please catch this, saints. Even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. See, some things we speak in Christ haven't been, been revealed until now. Amen. It's a mystery. It's hidden wisdom that God ordained unto our glory. That's what a mystery is. Hidden wisdom, saints of God. Jesus reveals mysteries. Amen. Unknown truths. That's why he spoke to them in parables. <laughs> and different, he was revealing mysteries unto them. Amen. <laughs> unknown, true, unknown truths to believers. It's a mystery, saints. Matter of fact, I want to show you the greatest mystery now that has ever been made manifest. I want to show it to you right now. All right? Keep your finger on 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 7, because we're going back. But look, turn, if you will, to Colossians chapter 1 and verse 25. I'm going to start at verse 25. I want to show you the greatest mystery ever. Amen. Colossians 1 verse 25 says this, whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. See, saints of God, God was, Paul was devoted to completely fulfilling the ministry that God gave him. Amen. And that's when he had, and he has something for all of us. And we want to fulfill that, whatever it is that God gave us, we want to completely fulfill that. Paul was, was devoted to that. And that's a great privilege, saints of God. Look at verse 26, though. It says, even the mystery which have been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints. So again, mystery, saints of God, is divine truth, which is so profound for man to discover and comprehend without help. Amen. <laughs> That's what this, this is talking about. This is a great mystery of divine truth. I'm talking about truth that was hidden until now. That's what the, what, that's where the scripture was going. Let me show it to you. One of the greatest hit, uh, mysteries that has been revealed right now. Look at verse 27. It says, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. That is the greatest mystery known to man, saints of God. Christ dwelling inside of you. Huh? The hope of glory. Oh, that's a great mystery there. They didn't know that one, saints of God. They didn't know nothing about that. And, and still many today don't know nothing about that. They don't know how to, yes, to invite the Lord to dwell inside of us. Amen. And he will come in and live in you. He can dwell inside of us. They don't know. See, if they knew it, they wouldn't have crucified him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. 
Hallelujah, Lord. Jesus can dwell inside of us. That's a great mystery. That's the greatest mystery yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we received him. Huh? We submitted to him. We allowed him. Because he's just not going to come. He's not like Satan. Satan just will take charge. He took charge of you when you was born. Uh, you can see little babies. You know, my mama used to say, these babies come here lying. Huh? Well, how, how did that happen? See, he take charge of you. He just enter your life and bust it all up. But God is not like that. You have to invite him into your life. Lord, please come into me. I need you to be my savior and Lord. I need you, Lord. Then he'll come in. Amen. You have to submit to him, to have faith, to believe in him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at, let's go back to 1 Corinthians 2 and look at verse 8. It says, which none of the princes of this world knew. That great mystery that I just read to you, Christ dwelling inside of us. None of the princes in this world knew nothing about that. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Again, if they knew, they wouldn't have crucified him. See, the princes of this world, saints, the crucifixion totally proves that the rulers, the Jewish religious leaders, lacked wisdom. Amen. They didn't have this mind that we had the mind of Christ. <laughs> so that's, that's why this scripture is saying if they knew it for sure, who Jesus was, they wouldn't have crucified him. Amen. Again, we're talking about the mind. It's a terrible thing to waste, saints. And we need the mind of Christ so we can know and we can discern things, spiritual things. Amen. Look at verse 9. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. <laughs> That's why you got a blessing with, his, with your name on it. God has a blessing with your name on it. Because <laughs> it's written. <laughs> I have not seen nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man. You just don't know it. There's some great wisdom for you that you're not aware of. But I'm telling you, he has that for you. <laughs> the things which God has prepared for them that love him, just fall in love with him. See what he do. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, I was talking to my wife this morning concerning this scripture right here about a certain person who's close to us in our lives. But in our wildest imagination, we couldn't have came up with the wonderful thing that the Lord had for them at the perfect time. Oh, Lord. That's, a, that's called the demonstration of power. See, God's is just not word that's not in action. God's love is an action word. <laughs> huh? When you fall in love with him, it's going to be some action applied to your life from him. Amen. That demonstration of power that you ain't got no idea going to happen. Woo, me and my wife were sharing the scripture right here. Because we said we had, we couldn't see this. It was a mystery to us. We couldn't see it. We couldn't see God going like doing the thing that he did in this person's life. We had no clue. God is something else. When you love him, when you're faithful, when you're constantly coming to him. Oh, he got a blessing with your name on it and he wants to give it to you. 
something, but why don't he give it to us? Why don't, see, when you begin to come to the Lord, saints of God, and you're faithful, you, you don't stop, he prepares you to receive it because the blessing God has that he wants to blow your mind with, he don't want you to lose it. So you got to be ready for it. It was so many blessings God gave me I wasn't ready for. And you know what I did? I squandered them. I messed them all up because I wasn't ready. So you just want to be patient. Amen. How <laughs> they say you want to wait on the Lord. You're doing things while you're waiting, but be patient and never lose the faith that God is going to do it for you. He will do it. Just keep coming. Amen. Love him. Fall in love with him. <laughs> when you fall in love with him, you, want, you don't want to miss a service. You don't want to miss prayer time. You don't want to miss reading the scripture every day. Huh? You have to hear from the Lord. Oh, I'm trying to give you a steak dinner right now. Oh, glory to God. But it but as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Get that in your spirit, saints of God, because he has something prepared for every one of us that love him. Amen. <laughs> and it's beyond your wildest imagination. That's why this scripture is saying, I have not seen you, you. You can't see it. It's a mystery. Nor can you even hear it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God has prepared some things for us before the foundation of the world, saints. <laughs> Just for you. He got a blessing with your name written on it. Just keep staying in love with him. Amen. <laughs> He'll prepare you to get that blessing. And when you get it, you won't lose it. You will keep it. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 10. It says, but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. Amen. See, the mind of Christ is a spiritual mind sense, which helps us to discern the deep things of God. See, God discloses his saving truth by the Holy Spirit. Amen. It leads us into all truth. God is a spirit sense. So when he speaks to us, it has to be spiritually discerned. So we want that mind, that 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 mind is a terrible thing to waste that's the mind of christ amen that's why it's another scripture said let the mind that's in christ be in us <laughs> so we can discern what god is saying to us because again the word of god is spiritually discerned <laughs> it's the spirit searches these things for us amen not man's wisdom man's wisdom is foolishness it can't discern the word of God. The word of God to man is foolishness. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 11, saints. It says, For what man knoweth the things, for what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man, which is in him? <laughs> Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. See, it's not possible, saints, for a man of flesh to fully understand God, who is a spirit. It's not possible. We know about as much about God as the Holy Spirit of God has revealed to us. That's what we know, saints. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, I say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 12. It says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. <laughs> Again, the things that are given to us of God are spiritually discerned. Amen. I have not seen, neither has ear heard. See, those things, when God does those things in your life, it's spiritually, do you know it's God? Your spirit has, this, has, has showed you. It has discerned it for you. You know it's God. You know it wasn't you. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. The spirit of God, saints, brought us life. Amen. See, if we're Christians, we are heirs according to the promise of God. <laughs> if we are believers, this is for believers, saints. The New Testament is the last will and testament of Jesus Christ, and it reveals to us what our inheritance is. Amen. If we're Christians, see, the true treasure, that's what the, what the, what the last will and testament reveals what we're going to have. What's the true treasure? Eternal life. <laughs> life everlasting. All this other stuff here is temporary. Yes, we enjoy it. It's beautiful. But it's not forever. It's going to come to naught, just like the, the wisdom of the princes of this world. That mess is going to come to naught. Amen. It can't last. We're into the true treasure. Everlasting life. Eternal life. It's forever. Oh, that's why we love God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 13, saints. It says, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. <laughs> See, this is spiritual wisdom I'm giving you now, not man's wisdom. <laughs> I despise that. Amen. Oh, thank you. That's what gets us all messed up in our lives. The wisdom of man. Oh, it's okay to have an alternative lifestyle. <laughs> That's man's wisdom. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So much I could say about that, but that's another message for another day. Look at verse 14. It says, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God. All right, I'm going to read that again, saints. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God, for they are Foolishness unto him. Oh, that's why in the natural, without God dwelling in you, you, you're a natural man. You can't discern. You don't understand what God is saying to you. <laughs> oh, I got to read that again. That's, that's a big deal. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. See, the things of God again, the, the Bible confirms itself. The things of God are spiritually discerned. You cannot understand them in the natural. Eyes have not seen, neither have ears heard. You can't discern that stuff in the natural. Huh? When you see those kinds of things come forth, you know it's God and you glorify him. You'd be like, Lord, how in the Lord, we couldn't, I couldn't imagine that in a million years. I couldn't fathom how you did that. 
like that in a moment of time. Oh, God will do that suddenly in your life. Say amen to that. First you in this situation, and then you can be in this situation suddenly. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I, I need you all to see this clearly. God is something else. That's why we walk by faith and not by sight. Huh? That's spiritually discerned. When you say that to some people, they say, what are you talking about? You walk by faith and not by sight. <laughs> well, why do we have sight? Huh? Why do we have all these senses? <laughs> but we walk in by faith, what God said, faith in God. We believe him. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I'm going to read verse 14 one more time. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Huh? You know men, when you talk to men and they're in the natural and they don't know a thing about God, you sound like a fool to them. Huh? You, you're giving them great wisdom from, from the Lord. And they're looking at you like, this is a fool. <laughs> they can't understand it. It's foolishness to them. Amen. They're in the natural. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. But when you surrender to the Lord, saints, and you allow him to dwell inside of you, amen, now you have that mind of Christ that you don't, see, that's not a mind that you can waste, amen. The mind of Christ, and it begins to discern all the work. So now the word of God is no longer foolishness to you. You believe it, you walk in it, and you see the demonstration of power. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. The signs and the wonders. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at verse 15, saints. It says, but he that is spiritual judgeth all things. Yet he himself is judged of no man. Powerful scripture. See, the difference between the natural man and the spiritual man is primarily that the spiritual man has found his faith on God's revelation. Amen. He can judge now both earthly things and spiritual things. <laughs> that's the difference. See, in the natural, that man can't judge spiritual things. It's foolishness to him. It doesn't make sense. He's in, only into what he can see and hear and taste and touch. That's what he's into. He can't judge spiritual things. See, spiritual things are the unseen. We don't see them, but controlling the seen. Oh, that's spiritual. Amen. It's like a, a, a one passage of scripture says, you can see, you can hear the wind blowing, but you can't see the wind. You can't see which way it comes and goes, but you can see the tree moving. You can see the paper blowing on the ground. See, the unseen is controlling the scene, but you can't see that wind. Oh, that's how the Holy Spirit is in our life. Amen. You can't see it, but you can see the results of it. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And it's marvelous. It's marvelous to behold. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. See, the spiritual man, he can discern what is 
and what is not of the gospel and of salvation. He can discern those things. Amen. And whether a man truly preaches the truth of God or not. See, when you get in the spirit and God's word is going forth, you can discern it. Oh, that's God. Oh, that's certainly God right there. You can discern it. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 16 saying, For who have known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. That's what I'm trying to show you today, saints. See, the mind of Christ means he has revealed to us his will. Amen. <laughs> See, once you get that mind of Christ, God will then reveal to you what he has for you because you're ready to receive it. If he reveals it to you before you have the mind of Christ to receive it and he, and he gives it to you, you will, you will squander it. You will mess it up. You will take it and, 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 and work it in an earthly way. Amen. And mess the blessing up. We want to stay in the spirit, saints of God. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to read you this quick passage in Romans. Uh, Romans chapter 8. If you all will follow me there to Romans chapter 8. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to share this screen and put these scriptures up here. Um, this Romans chapter 8. For you who may not uh, may not have your Bible handy, the Lord is just saying, share the screen. So let me share the screen. It's uh, screen one. I'm going to share it. And then I'm going to put a, I'm going to put these scriptures up. Uh, I'm saying go to Romans 8. So let me grab that. I'm going to put it on the screen, 40 cents. Romans chapter 8. Thank you, Jesus. I don't have my other green screen sharer today, so I just want to put these up on here. Romans 8, saints, and I'm going to start reading at verse 4. Romans 8 and 4. It says that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Again, this scripture is talking about a spiritual mindset. Huh? If you want to understand, stay in God's righteousness, which was in the law, it's fulfilled spiritually to those who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. That's what the scripture is saying. Look at verse five. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. See, when you're walking in your flesh, you're doing the things that your flesh is telling you to do. Amen. But when you're in the spirit, now you're discerning God's word and you're doing the things that God is telling you to do. <laughs> Look at verse six. For to be carnally minded is death. See the mind, how important the mind is. I want to talk about the mind today. To be carnally minded, which is to be fleshly minded. Huh? A, a life in the natural. Amen. That's what a fleshly life. You live in the natural. <laughs> a spiritual life. You live in the supernatural. Amen. I just want to give you the difference, saints. Amen. It's saying to be carnally minded here is death. 
it leads to, it's coming to naught. <laughs> but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Oh, y'all know we want, what do you want? I want life, real life, the true treasure, eternal life, and I want peace. <laughs> oh, you got to be spiritually minded to get that. Amen. Look at verse seven. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. I remember when I first saw that scripture right there. It blew my mind. It's saying your fleshly mind, your carnal mind. Again, the mind is a terrible thing. Your carnal fleshly mind is not subject to God. See, I really thought everything was subject to God. Oh, no, you, that has to submit to God. Your carnal mind don't want to submit. That's why you meet people when they're in their flesh and you're talking to them. They don't, they're not thinking about you. Amen. Because their carnally mind is foolishness, what you're saying to them. We saw that in some scriptures prior to this. Amen. It's enmity. Your carnal mind, your fleshly mind is against God. It's not trying to do nothing dealing with God. It's trying to do what it wants to do. It is the king of the throne. See, until you surrender your heart, the throne, to the Lord, then you sit on it. Your fleshly mind is sitting on the throne. And it's saying, I'm not going to church today. I don't want to hear that. I'm not doing this. I'm doing what I want to do. It's enmity. It's against God. Amen. That's what the scripture is saying. But why? It says, for it is not subject to the law. It's not subject to God. God is his law. Your carnal mind. You can't discern it. I'm not subject to that. I'm not hearing that. I'm not doing that. Oh, we was all in that state once upon a time. Say amen to that. <laughs> Before we came to the knowledge of the truth that we need God and allow and submitted to him, we was all in that same state. I'm doing what I want to do. This is all about me, myself, and I. The devil. That's what he was on. Amen. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to be like God. I, 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 I. The devil is a liar. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> that carnal mindset is messed up, saints. It's not subject to the law of God, neither can be. Look at verse 8. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot, I'm going to repeat, cannot please God. If you're in your flesh, you can't please God. Huh? Because what God is saying is foolishness to you. You're on your own throne. You haven't received. See, God is not going to bust into your life and take it over. You have to surrender it to him. Huh? You have to be willing. He says, whosoever will. If you're willing, oh, he'll come in your life and he'll change that old life for you. But if you're not, all you got to do is just be willing. But if you're not willing, he's not going to just take you over. <laughs> he's, he gave you free will to make a decision. Then he says, blessings and curses are before you. Life and death is before you. Choose life. He lets you make a choice. He's not going to puppet you and make you do anything. Amen. He's going to let you choose. But then he's going to encourage you to choose wisely. Choose life. Choose him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let me read verse 8 again. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. And if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you, now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. The Bible just keeps confirming itself. He said, you're not in the, you're not in the flesh, but you're in the spirit. 
But if you're not in the spirit, you don't belong to God. That's what this scripture is saying. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah to you, Lord. Look at verse 10. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. See, that's the difference when Christ is in you, saints of God. Your body is dead to sin. Huh? It's dead. Dead man can't do anything. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. But it says the spirit is life because of righteousness. Amen. See, when you're in Christ, you have the righteousness of Christ, not of you. All of our righteousness today is in Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God has truly gifted us, saints, and equipped us with an awesome spirit. And that spirit, that mind of Christ, is coupled with a disciplined mind. Amen. See, that spirit is coupled with a disciplined mind. And I'm going to give you a bonus real quick today in this scripture right here. Amen. This is your bonus for today. Because we're talking about, again, the mind, which is a terrible thing to waste. Amen. <laughs> and the sooner you get that mind that's in Christ in you, oh, Lord, you ready to do it? Huh? Won't he do it? <laughs> you ready to have it done in you? That's the way I should say that. Because <laughs> it's not you. It's Christ in you. That great mystery that I read you. That's who's doing the work. Oh, Lord. That's unstoppable, saints of God. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. All right, let me give you this bonus real quick. Uh, I'm going to put it on the screen for you. The bonus is found in... The bonus is found in 2 Timothy chapter 1. I want to show you this bonus right here. Because some are, are afraid sometimes of, of uh, this life in Christ. Like they, it's not going to work or they can't do what they want to do. Or they don't want to stop doing certain things that they're doing. So they're just afraid of this, this life in Christ. Amen. And the devil has a liar. See, he's twisted it to make you think, see, you don't want to stop this and you can't stop that. You know, you do this, that. No, you, you're not, you're not worthy to be with them. He's lying to you. Amen. <laughs> see, he mixed lies with the truth. Huh? Some of that is true. And then some of it is a lie because it's not you. It's Christ in you that's doing the work. Huh? It's a gift of God. That's what it is. Amen. So get that pressure off yourself today. All you got to do is be faithful. I know when I went to that word praying for church, the number one thing the pastor taught me was how to be faithful to God. Huh? Just learn that. God is going to do everything in his word he said he's going to do for you. But you just show up. Just show up. Nothing can happen if, you ain't, if you're not there. <laughs> Show up in him all the time. Amen. Don't share his time. Like I say before the, 
before I do a, a Zoom meeting, I always say, get in your quiet place with them. Don't get distracted by all this. Well, see, the world is glamorous. They got all kinds of things to offer us that we like in flesh. Amen. It knows how to appeal to us. Huh? But turn them distractions off so we can get all of the word of God. Amen. This thing is spiritually discerned. We got to cut all these natural influences off sometime so we can hear the Lord clearly. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Here's the bonus. Let's go there, saints. Because there's nothing to be afraid of. First, second, we're in 2 Timothy 1. Let me make sure I took you to the right place. 2 Timothy 1. Let's look at verse 6, saints. It says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. See, and that's truly what I want to do. I want to put you in remembrance of these things. Because, you know, it's a saying, how, how does it go? How soon we forget? We forget who we are in Christ. Because we're in these flesh bodies, so it's natural to do natural things in them. And we forget. So I want to put you in remembrance. And this is what I want to show you in verse 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. Don't be afraid of what I'm saying to you in Christ. <laughs> We don't even, God didn't even give you that spirit. So if you are, that, that spirit came from the devil. God didn't give it to you. Amen. What did he give us? He didn't give us the spirit of fear, but of power. We got power from God. And of love. We get our love from God. Because God is love. Amen. As soon as we receive him, you got all the love you ever going to need. Amen. And all the power too. But the punchline today is, and of a sound mind. The mind is a terrible thing to work. Wait, saints. We have a sound mind in Christ. Um, when we keep our mind stayed on him, it's sound. It's foolproof. It can't be distorted with all this other nonsense that's going on in the world. As a matter of fact, when we keep it stayed on Christ and we receive him, we can discern the foolishness, the, the foolish wisdom of this world. We can discern it no matter who speaks it. <laughs> See, sometimes we get caught up in man and we can't discern. <laughs> Barack Obama was, was the greatest example for me in my life. Amen. Because I thought, hey, we have a right. This man is a family man. He has a he, they trying to get some dirt on him that he don't have no dirt on him. Honey, they can't come up with him. He's with his wife. It's solid. The relationship. He had it all until he spoke out of his mouth. I affirm same-sex marriage. Oh, now the devil was talking. Amen. I could discern that because I'm, I'm connected spiritually to the Lord. And he, he made us put our guards down because our guards were always is up. And when he said, I'm a Christian, we put our guys down. He said, he's a Christian like us. <laughs> but Christians don't talk like that. See, the world was saying, you're a Muslim. You're not a Christian. He said, oh, no, 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 I'm a Christian. So we put our guys down. He got us. Oh, he's a Christian. We don't have to. We, he's just like us. But then he started speaking the world's wisdom. Amen. <laughs> the devil is a liar. Thank you, Jesus. 
So I'm going to read the last scripture to you all, and then we're going to dismiss. This is what I want you to remember, verse 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. If you want your mind to be sound, you stay in Christ. Amen. If you want to discern spiritual things and earthly things, stay in Christ. He won't allow you to be fooled by anything. Amen. <laughs> you will be able to discern his word and what's true. Period. In your life. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for your great word on the mind, Lord. The mind really is a terrible thing to waste, Lord. And, and we don't want to waste our mind with earthly things. We want that mind that's in Christ to be in us. So I speak that over your people now in the name of Jesus. That we see it the way you see it, Lord. I know when the year 2020 came in, I, I said that 2020 means uh, perfect vision to the world. Amen. When you got 2020 vision, they say you have perfect vision. But the Lord gave me this revelation. 2020 vision is seeing it how God sees it. Oh, that's it. It doesn't get clearer than that. That's perfect vision. So I pray over your people, Lord, that we see it like you see it. We spiritually discern things like you would have us to discern them. And I give you all the glory and praise and honor this day in Jesus' name. Amen.